0: Hey there, my name is Sarah Bowling, and I'm so excited that you're listening to my podcast. I'm praying that God speaks to you through this podcast. Your heart is encouraged and overflowing with love. Thank you so much for listening. Love to have you subscribe and, of course, share this with your friends. I know God has really great things for you in this time together. Thanks so much. Hey, hey, thank you so much for listening and watching. I'm super stoked to hang out with you today. And we're starting a new series. I love this series. I think the series is amazing because massively practical to help you and me in our daily living. And this series is called Walking on Water. You know, you've probably heard maybe um, of Jesus walking on the water. And if you grew up and went to Sunday school, any of that stuff, it's kind of one of those popular stories that we hear. And so sometimes we can dismiss it because of the familiarity. I already know that, check the box, move on. But I think there's some really powerful things for us to think about and to um, absorb as we go through this series. So I don't want you to to turn this off. Of course, I want you to subscribe and you can pass this on to your friends because I bet you have a few friends, families, relatives that are maybe doing some struggling times that could relate to this whole water walking series. So as we look at this series, the first thing I want us to consider, I'm always big on context, because if we just read Matthew 14 verses 22 to 33, we just read it first straight, that little chunk, we miss what's happening, what, what was going on before, as well as what happens at the end, context, the context of this passage. So before Jesus walks on the water, what ha- what is going on this is really important for you to see this is that jesus has just done a miracle feeding for 5000 men plus children and women so he's just done this you know multiplied the bread and the fish and, pa- and the disciples passed it out and the crowd like if you were a part of that crowd You'd be stoked, free lunch. Let's keep following this dude because then we don't have to worry about meals. He's got that meal thing handled. He can do that miracle thing and just, you know, we get free meals. It's a handout. If I was in the crowd, I'd be like, fantastic. I'm gonna hang out with him and not worry about, I can just pop in when I need a meal and he can do it. And so that's the context. But it's very interesting because in verse 22, it says that Jesus dismissed the crowd. And he put his disciples, sent his disciples to get into a boat to cross over the Sea of Galilee. And he went up on a mountain to pray. So it's interesting to see these actions because he acknowledges the crowd, but he tells them, y'all need to go home now. The free meals, we're finishing that. It's it's a one off. It's not a lifestyle. (laughs) You need to go back. And disciples You've just worked your tails off distributing all this food. Thousands and thousands of people multiplied. So you're tired. You've been doing people and activity and work for several hours now. It's time for you to hit the road, get in a boat, because the boat will give you an opportunity to kind of exhale and cross over to the other side. I need a pause. That's interesting. Have you ever thought that Jesus needed a pause? I think I was really Noteworthy, Because if Jesus needs a pause to go up on a mountain and pray by himself from time to time, which we see in the Gospels, he does that. If he needs a pause, I very very much believe that you and I need a pause. So watching what Jesus does and, and the wisdom and the poise, the choices that he makes that set up this whole water walking thing is really interesting to think about that because I think we can relate to it. And and I would ask this question for you to think about, in this story, there are two, like, so to speak, pockets of people. One is the crowd pocket, and they get free lunch from Jesus, a free meal. And the second pocket is his disciples. And so the question I have for you and me today is, which pocket am I in? Am I in the, the crowd that wants the free lunch and healthcare, miracles, right? and you know divine interventions, I definitely want all of that. But if I'm also in, in the disciple crowd, like a little bit more committed, a follower of Jesus, then not only do I get the free lunch and you know, healthcare and divine interventions, but I also get more of an inside track with Jesus. And so I think these are things that are helpful for us to think about and to consider, because I think that some of the crowd, they missed opportunities to have a closer walk, closer relationship relationship, connection with Jesus. The disciples, they were were participants in the miracles. They were the hands-on distribution. And so if we're part of that more close community, then part of our function, our responsibility is to distribute Jesus' miracles, right? Jesus is present. Jesus has things for us. Then let's participate and let's not just Absorb and be takers, but let's also be um, conduits. We're conduits. If I'm a close follower of Jesus, I'm, that also implies that I'm a conduit for what Jesus does, how Jesus behaves, what his priorities are. I'm a conduit. I'm not just a taker. If all I am is taking and receiving and getting something, then it's possible that I'm that I'm living in the in the crowd mentality. But let's. Let's participate and and say, yeah, I'm part of that community. I'm part of that closer group. And interestingly enough, Jesus sets them in the boat and says, hey, y'all head over to the other side. I'm going to take a pause. So the disciples get into the boat and we're going to see in our next episode here on this series, we'll see what happens to them because Jesus isn't with them. He goes up on the mountainside to pray. And I think that's really powerful because Jesus gets some alone time with his father. I think that's so critical. And you know, for those of us who are introverts, we're like, woohoo! <laughs> Jesus did it, we can do it. But for those of us who are extroverts, we're like, woohoo! that sounds awful by myself. But the bottom line is we all have these uh, balance and swings between solitude and community and interfacing with people. For some of us that love the interface, we need to make space and time for the solitude. For some of us who love the solitude, we also need to make space and time for community and connection, interacting with people. And so Jesus is an interesting balance of of those two, two swings, if you will, the introverts and the extroverts. And I think there's much to be said for getting fuel, energy, time with our heavenly father, with the Trinity, father, son, Holy Spirit, that's very essential to give us fuel, to energize us, to recalibrate, to reconnect us. In fact, this morning I was even praying and asking God, I was like, you know, tune me, calibrate my interior so that I recognize and feel you throughout this day. And it was in my morning, nobody's awake, the house is quiet, it's in my morning solitude that I give God and ask God permission, hey, tune, tune in, dial in my, my frequency so that I'm attentive, I'm aware of you, increase that. Maybe that's exactly what Jesus was doing because he'd been through all the activities and the hubbub and the people and the popularity. Maybe he just needed some of that recalibrating, fine tuning so that he hits that sweet spot in his communion with his father. So as you watch this, thank you so much for subscribing. Of course, hit the notification bell right there and that'll po- give you keep you posted on when we put new content up. Here's a question I would ask you to consider, maybe answer in some of the comments and feedback. Um, which do you prefer? Do you prefer crowd and activity and people? Are you more of an extrovert? Or do you prefer the introvert Kind of more solitude and having some quiet and space to yourself. Which is your preference? So answer that question. And I know you're so excited. (laughs) I say dripping with sarcasm for this amazing joke. I know. I get it. (laughs) My jokes are a little less than amazing. However, just so you know, I always keep my guitar in the car now because it's good for traffic jams. So stupid, so blatantly stupid. But of course, next week will be much better. Thanks again for watching, listening. Hey there, thanks so much for listening today. I'm super stoked to get time with you. And of course, I'd love for you to subscribe, share this with your friends, and really sense God working through you as well as in you in these words. So thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time.